you know what? I didn't do a, an intro for this one. <laughs> We're going to talk about FastPass Plus. Isn't that exciting? Yay. So I have no funny intro. Sorry. <laughs> Hit it. This is the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion, episode number 572, for the week of February 12, 2013. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. The best reason to use Dreams Unlimited Travel is because I said so, which always worked for my mother, so I figured I'd try it here. DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com, because I said so. Hand to God, I'm going to use that as the tagline from Dreams from now on, because I said so. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone, coming to you live on DizUnplugged.com from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined by an, an awesome team of people that I'm privileged to work with all the time. Sean Thompson, Teresa Eccles, Kathy Whirling, back on the controls, Craig Williams, and our producer, Dustin West. Uh, in this segment, we are going to talk about Fast Pass Plus and some of the things we have learned in the last month since the program was announced. This is based on a thread from disboards.com that was started by B. Crook. We'll have a link to that in the show notes page as well. Great, great thread. Really was. Uh, I mean, when I tell you, um, I'm not sure if B. Crook is a man or a woman, but this person did an amazing job of compiling all the information links to other threads, other websites with information. Um, and so we kind of compiled a lot of that and boiled some of it down. Uh, to have gone through all of it, we would have needed like three hours. I'd be really awesome, awesome, awesome thread that you should check out because FastPass Plus is going to have a huge impact on your vacation planning. If you're somebody who, like most, I think most of the people on the site, spend a lot of time doing your trip planning and figuring out your fast passes. That's a big part of the strategy in trip planning at Disney World. So uh, we are going to ask for questions from folks in our live chat, and we're going to reserve some time at the end to take any questions or comments from those folks who are in the chat room right now on disunplugged.com. So let's just start off uh, with some basics for those who may not know what FastPass Plus is or what we're talking about um, FastPass Plus is the ability to reserve a FastPass up to 60 days in advance of your of your visit uh, when you are starting out at least uh, when you're a Disney Resort guest with a valid uh, with a valid Disney ticket. Right. Um, you have to create a My Disney Experience account for free at DisneyWorld.com. And that, I will say, the, the, the My Disney Experience website is getting better. Um, it's working a little more consistently now. We just, uh, we just uh, uh, set up our next round of uh, resorts for our next uh, seven resorts in seven days segment. That we'll, we'll be doing that segment on the show in May. But we're doing the resorts uh, in April. And trying to link, because we create, you know, an individual reservation one night at each resort, and trying to link those to my my Disney Experience account was maddening. 
Really? I, I can imagine. Yeah. Well, I mean, it shouldn't be. You should just be able to take your existing reservation number and your information and go ahead and do it. But the number of times that the website would just crap out and not work was ridiculous. Now, I tried. I started doing it last week. I think I was able to get three of the reservations in before I just gave up. And then I went back yesterday and did it again. It worked a lot more smoothly. Still some problems linking dining, if you have existing dining reservations. But this is where you're going to set these things up, where you're going to be able to set up your FastPass Plus reservations. And it's not just going to be for attractions. You're also going to be able to set up for uh, parade viewings, fireworks viewings, There'll be special areas, be limited, but if you're, you know, it's like anything else. Those of us who plan, you know, detailed Disney vacations uh, know that at that 60-day mark, we're going to get in there and, you know, as soon as possible and and get our reservation. So how will it work? You will reserve your FastPass Plus up to 60 days in advance. You'll be able to reserve three FastPasses per person, per day. So if you have four people in your party, each person in the party will get three fast passes. That's what we've been told. Right. Um, but can only be used in one park per day and only once per ride. So you can't take all of your three fast pass plus reservations on Space Mountain, for example. This has been a topic of discussion that it doesn't allow for park hopping. It does not, no. Which is their most popular ticket. But I guess in their system, it's all like Magic Kingdom has its own system of FastPass Plus. Epcot has its own system. And I guess this is just guesswork. I I guess they can't link them together. I think think right now, but I think eventually they're going to have to. They have to. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, if you want like a Soarin' FastPass in the morning and then you go to another park like go to Magic Kingdom, you can't just have FastPasses in one park. No, it doesn't doesn't make much sense. I think... Probably there are tech, there must be technical limitations. Yeah. They wouldn't do it if there weren't. I mean, they're not just being, you know. Right. Okay. I got to remember we're live and I can't use my New Jersey vocabulary. <laughs> um, but <laughs> what almost came out of my mouth, we yeah. almost had our first. I was sitting here thinking he's going to say something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can see it on your face. But here you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like I, I said in the last show, that the, the video delay that I want is like $15,000. And I'll never get that past John. But if I start dropping words, yeah. he'll be like, okay, here you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the park hopping thing is is interesting. Um, but also notice where, where tickets are concerned. I want to mention this. You notice how the no expiration has gone away? The no expiration option no yeah. longer. Well, it, it's there. You just have to work to find it. Right. But they're phasing it out. Right. That's what right. that means. I mean, right. it's no oh, yeah. longer. Yes. I mean, they're phasing out the no expiration option, which I think is really, well, first of all, I thought it was ridiculous that they were charging for it in the first place. For that much money for a ticket, yeah. just let us keep it. Let us keep it and use it when we want to use it. I mean, if we're going to buy four days in the park, let us buy four days in the park. But they were they were uh, trying to factor in price increases. They, people, you know, they want people buying like, you know, 10 Park tickets. A lot of people do that. Yeah, and would do that. But God forbid they give us a little, a tiny little loophole to get through. They find a loophole and they close it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, 
The number of Fast Pass Pluses available will vary based on which park, which ride, and which time of day you are choosing. A select number of these passes is being allotted by Disney, but regular Fast Passes will still be available in the park for the time being. Meaning you could still get a Fast Pass the day you arrive, much the same way you do now if you're not using the My Disney Experience. I all but guarantee you that in the course of a year, the existing fast pass system will be completely retired. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what about if you don't you plan? Just, yeah. Yeah. What about those people that don't plan? You and know, there are people out there that don't. There are, and shame on them. Well, and a lot of them are local. Those really? of us. Well, now, I, look, I understand exactly what you're saying. I. Let's go to the Magic Kingdom today. Yeah. yeah. I would think for like when we go to the parks, yeah. it's like you look at the line or you're like in the mood. I don't want to have to know 60 days in advance that I'm going to. We're getting a lot of comments that say it's just way too complicated. And even from people that plan out their trips, it's just so much so much work. And you have to think about exactly what you're going to do, especially if you can't park hop. It's yeah. No, it is. It is. Uh, that's one of the big the big issues here is that if this does make it complicated and it does require you to start thinking about. I mean, it's bad enough already with dining because of the dining plan. That the way the, the popularity of the dining plan, how difficult it's become to get table service reservations, especially during certain times of the year. Now they're adding attractions to this. You literally have to know where and what you mm-hmm. want to eat and right. where and what you want to ride. See, that's two crazy. months. That's that's the best way to look at it. Is you're making a reservation. Basically, you are. You're making a and reservation. Just the same you would a dining reservation. Yeah, but this is a reservation that's going to Im- impact your children more than dining would. Well, and but, in, you're, oh, oh, good. Look at look at, look here, mommy. Two o'clock on Wednesday. We're right, be but on- also just on the other side of that, you are going to be able to manage your Fast Pass Pluses in the moment in the park from your smartphone. They'll have kiosks set up around the park. Uh, you will be able to change if, if there's availability. You'll be able to change. You'll be you well. Know. That's what it goes back to. If there's a, any pa- fast passes available, right? Like, I mean, what if they fill up in the morning? I mean, I'm sure they'll regulate that so they adjust it. But I mean, there's always a chance. Well, I mean, and that number will go up if they do indeed finally get rid of the regular fast pass system. Then their allotment for fast pass plus will grow. But I think for right now, they do have to leave that buffer in for people like Teresa and Kathy that just show up randomly and want to go to the machines. But well, actually no. as annual pass holders, we still haven't had confirmation from Disney on this. The rumor is that annual pass holders will get 20 fast pass plus credits per quarter. And that's and that's still not really a whole lot. Oh, good lord, this is too much math. Why can't we just have one, or three every day, like everybody else? Why? Why are? I don't understand. You that. want to know what that would probably do to the price of, of an annual pass if they had to factor that? In? I don't know. It's we don't know yet. I mean, this is speculation on the twenty per quarter, but yeah. that's that seems to be common. The the general consensus. Mm-hmm. On okay. the boards and on other websites, that it's going to be twenty per quarter, but we don't know yet. Okay, Disney so will I be able it. to wake up on a Saturday morning and say, "Let's go to the Magic Kingdom," and I'll have to go online and get fast passes before I leave the house? Is that going to be an option? I don't know. I mean, that it could be. I don't. You know, we, we're really not going to know until some of this is rolled out. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced yet. I I like the idea of the the big picture of all of this. But for my personal going into the parks, how's that going to affect 
how I go into the parks now. Because I don't plan when I go to the parks now. No, it's going to be... I'm sorry, Stella, honey. We don't have any more Fast Passes this month. How much of this is us just being used to the Fast Pass system and being spoiled because of it? Well, look, there's there's certainly the argument to be made that, you know, we're... Our community, as wonderful as our community is, we're not always great at embracing change. I mean, my God, they're adding Starbucks to the Main Street Bakery. I damn near had a nervous breakdown. So, um, well, they're not adding it to the Main Street Bakery. They're replacing the Main Street Bakery with Starbucks. <laughs> but so, yeah, we, we're not always, you know, I don't want to, I'm not going to categorize all Disney fans in that, paint them all with that one brush, but let's be honest. I mean, when Disney makes changes, we tend to get upset. Well, and this was always seen as a perk. So now it's just changing. Now it's a perk for more people that are planning far in advance. Right. So, I mean, you don't, it doesn't change what you do in the park. You there, just have to wait longer look, like you used to. There's also the possibility that Disney won't phase out the existing Fast Pass system. I don't know how they could because there's going to be those non-planning people. They're going to go, what the... At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to what impact FastPass Plus has on revenue. Right. There's a reason they spent a billion dollars on this new, on this whole new My Disney Experience thing. And it wasn't to make things easier for us. It was to figure out another way to get us to spend more when we're in the park. That was the idea behind the original FastPass. I remember when they were doing the tests on the original fast pass and they were giving people log books and they would have a group of people that were not able to use fast pass and a group of people that were and they were all asked to log their activity and what they learned was that the people using fast pass were spending 20 to 30 percent more money in the park they were going and eating they were spending more time in the stores their experience was better. Their, you know, the guest satisfaction was higher. That's why they went with FastPass. Makes sense. When FastPass first came out, this was like, I mean, they were the first ones to do it. Mm-hmm. Universal didn't start doing it until after Disney did. Disney was the first one to do it. Now, what you've seen, like out in Disneyland, Disneyland has started phasing out FastPass. There were rides that attractions that had it. That don't have it anymore, and you've noticed there's less and less yeah. out in Disneyland. So, uh, why some of those? I'm not, ri- su- I'm not sure. Some of those older rides, just as neat as it would be to have a Fast Pass, and they are popular. They're just not suited for it. For Fast Pass, the most, um, the best rides to have Fast Pass are ones that have multiple areas to load. So, um, like if. Uh, like Dinosaur, for example. There's one side that loads, and then there's another side, and they alternate. Um, Those are the best kind. But when it's just that slow-moving, everybody loads in at the same time, and it's a popular attraction, it just builds up and it builds up, and then Disney has to do so many fast passes for every standby, and it it just makes the experience bad for everybody. So some of them don't work. Um, But I think they're also, at Disneyland, cutting back because of this too not could be it could be in preparation for this uh now also as i mentioned before fast pass plus will not just be for rides but they're also going to do this for parades fireworks and shows i want to see how that works that well you know okay fireworks i don't know how much sense that makes because i've never really had any trouble getting a decent spot somewhere to watch the fireworks i have my i mean okay maybe illuminations but what this could potentially do, depending on how many of them they make available, is make it not as necessary to get a seat 
an hour and a half yeah. before a parade. Um, I mean, we've all been through that where, you know, we stake out our spot, we sit down, we spread out so that, you know, other people in our party yeah. can go get drinks or go to the bathroom and nobody takes their spot. And and we've also all been through the people that we're sitting there for an hour and a half staking out our spot. And five minutes before time, you know, Billy Bob shows up with his kids and he thinks he should get in front of me. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I do. I'm sorry. I, we were going to do this segment on rude people next week, but we're not. But I, I've got to do this. Billy Bob ain't getting in front of me. <laughs> Billy Bob's kids, yes, absolutely. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blame the kids because their father's an idiot who can't plan. So if I've got space in front of me, absolutely let the kid. It's not gonna block my view. It doesn't take anything for me. What bothers me are the people who stake out the spot and won't let the kids in front of them. Like it's somehow the kids' fault. That bothers me, too. But those people who show up five minutes before time and start trying to weasel their way in, oh, my God, yeah. my elbows get busy. <laughs> my el- I am not giving up an inch of space to you. Absolutely not. they crowd, not. too. They crowd right oh, yeah. in. And, yeah, well, push, push. I'm from New Jersey. Well, I said that night that we had to guard your spot. And five oh. minutes before it started, and somebody sat down on the curb and pushed the garbage can back. Now, I'm not the type of person that confronts anybody in the park. I push the garbage can back towards them because it's like I've been standing here for what we were there an hour and a half. Is that when the person called you mean? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they did because we were. Mm-hmm. I was holding that trash can so they couldn't push it back further on us. I mean, they were shoving it back, and we were shoving them right back out into the street. Yeah. And Disney's not going to let you sit there. No, no, they're not. And they they acted like they didn't know. Oh, maybe they didn't speak English. I don't know. I can't say that, but they acted like they didn't know what Disney was. What the cast member said right. when they came up to. Tell them to move. I see that happen all the time. Like, you know I see what? that happen. All that routine happen all the time. No, maybe it's not a routine, but you know, it's a routine. It's a routine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, but now, so for uh, for parades, I think that will have some value. Uh, for shows, what I understand is they're going to kind of do it the way they do candlelight processional, where if you have the reservation, you get in, and then once all the reservations are. People with reservations are in uh, about five or ten minutes before showtime. They start letting in the standby line. Hmm. And if anybody's ever been to Candlelight Processional, you know, the people who buy the Candlelight Processional processional dinner package, they get, I mean, they get first dibs. And then whatever's left over, once all of them are let in, they let the standby line in. And I'll tell you, a lot of times, people on those standby lines are there for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. And... Disney's going to have to, I, I, I don't know how that's going to, the potential for that to be a really negative guest experience is very high. So, I mean, if they only have a limited number of Fast Pass Pluses for those shows and they let those people in and then the vast majority of seats are available standby, okay. They do it in some locations already um, at Voyage of the Little Mermaid. I know it's not a very popular show, but at Voyage of the Little Mermaid, their Fast Passes that are distributed um, are for like a certain showtime as compared to other attractions that are for a whole hour window. Um, and this confused a lot of people that were getting the fast passes because they thought they could turn up anytime within that uh, time frame. It was like, no, you need to be here like 15 minutes before the show. But what they do is, you know, they usually have some sort of ratio uh, of, of standby versus fast pass. And, uh, it, so it has been in place for a little while at, at certain shows. And I, can't say that it's 100% effective. I hope they do work on it a little more. How well, they- 
You worked at uh, I did. I worked at Voyage of the Little Mermaid. He actually played Ariel. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. That's at Hollywood the, Studios, right? Where the little oh, that's so. Were you Eric? What Ariel, you uh, no, Ariel with a full beard and bikini, right? Where it was all those puppets in the background. Yeah, <laughs> it was every play. single puppet. Yeah. I just I love think, that show. You know, with everything that Disney does, it's always like you know I trust that Disney has really put in the research and the time, and they figured this all out. But when I hear all this stuff, it's like, you well, know, remember that we haven't seen this in operation yet right right that's what i'm waiting for this is you know these are the things we have been told or that we've learned um there's still a lot of unknowns and i'm wondering when they're actually going to start doing it oh we don't know well i mean there's you know what we're hearing is that you know they're going to start making them available for arrivals in spring now like i said we've got that that block of resort reservations in april and I keep checking to see if anything changes. Um, one of the options that's on the My Disney Experience is link reservations and tickets. You can link your dining reservations and your uh, existing resort reservations. There's no option there, though, to link tickets. So I think that's going to come. I think when they start allowing you to link your tickets, that's when you're going to be able to start booking FastPass Plus. But I haven't seen it yet. I've heard that they were going to start doing it at the end of this month. Then I heard it was March. Now I'm hearing that it's April. So it's like, th- I think they don't even know yet when right. that date is going to be. Right. It's It remains to be seen. So, you know, listen, a lot of this is still speculation uh, because they haven't started it. But at the same time, you know, it's uh, even when they do start it, even if we're right about all the things we're saying. They're going to tweak and adjust this as they oh, go. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, if anybody thinks that what FastPass Plus is when it launches is what FastPass Plus is going to be in a year, it's not. I think um, we were we were talking about the uh, people who just come in and at random that don't plan their day, especially locals and annual pass holders, and, and maybe people that just aren't savvy enough to go on the internet and book that kind of uh, experience. Um, they've been talking about uh, kiosks in the park themselves. Is, is that right? Yes, there will be kiosks. If you don't have a smartphone or a computer with you on vacation, there'll be kiosks in the parks, and there will be cast members that will be able to help you. I think I think this will be if they're prominent enough and they have enough cast members helping out, and they do receive complaints of "I didn't know that you had to sign up for your fast passes." That's a good place for them to redirect these guests and and kind of get that experience with the people that are just walking in the gate for the first time and didn't plan anything. And I think there's a lot of people out there like that. Oh yeah. I oh, mean, sure. they're not Absolutely. listening to this show. No. But they're out there. There's people that and they don't have smartphones and mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's and eventually in the future those people will all be gone, I'm sure. We'll all be <laughs> You know, <laughs> but see, I want to. I want to hope They'll that, that Disney has. They'll be extinct. Disney's thought of that. That there are there is that whole part of the community that so. come that don't have a smartphone that don't do the research ahead of time. I want to hope that they help them out. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's grandmas and grandpas bringing their grandkids. Yeah. Grandpa don't have no computer. I mean, some of them do, but. <laughs> My, okay, hold on a second. My 82-year-old mother does her banking online. Okay, well, my 82-year-old mother does not. She doesn't even have a computer. Not that she'd ever go to Disney, but... Well, that means my mother's better than you. Okay, well... <laughs> I'm just saying, there's people out there like that. 
and there's and at some point and they ain't got evolution no they ain't got no computer at some point in evolution they will be gone but right now they're there and disney's got to remember they're there right kathy mm-hmm. you with me yes. on this yes okay. i am cool okay amen sister i was just gonna say hallelujah amen <laughs> So, uh, you know, again, we're, we're talking about this stuff. This is stuff that we've heard. This is stuff that Disney has told us. So some of this is speculation. Some of it is fact. But how it all plays out, we don't know yet. Um, as I said, the ticket is going to or the Fast Passes will be available free of charge as long as you have a valid Walt Disney World ticket. Um, on the My Disney Experience website and app, you can add friends to your reservations. But be aware that any FastPass Plus reservations that your friends make for you counts against your allotment. Oh, it's like texting. So, well, like um, <laughs> when I make the hotel reservations, I, you know, I'm, I have to tell them who's in the room with me. And I can then make that person's FastPass Plus reservations if they've given me permission to do that. But, you know, that means that... And does that friend have to have a My Disney experience? Correct. Okay. Yes. This leads to another question. You can have separate, right? You don't have to be going on the same um, attractions. You can get fast pass passes for separate. That's correct. So it's all going to be it's all going to be managed (laughs) through the My Disney Experience app. And as we said, annual pass holders. It's speculated that annual pass holders are going to be given an allotment each quarter, um, rumored to be twenty per quarter, but. There's been no official announcement about that yet. You know, look, like I said, having spent a billion dollars on this, I really hope they've thought some of this stuff through. Yeah. And I think they have. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to believe the best here. But what are we hearing in the, in the chat room? Yeah, so we have a couple questions. Um, Carol asks, um, when will it be um, that you spend $50 in a store and then in return for your purchase, you get an extra FastPass Plus? So do you think they'll ever do some kind of incentive system? Yes, I do. And I think, but I don't think it's going to come that way. I think what's going to happen, and this may upset some people, but I think what's going to happen is if you stay concierge at a deluxe resort, that's going to be, you're going to get more. Uh, Maybe even if you stay at a deluxe resort, you're going to get more. And you know what? I'm okay with that. And Universal already does something similar to this, right? Yeah, they do. Well, Universal, a Universal, a room key to any one of those three hotels is an automatic fast pass for everything. Okay. Uh, now, the new re- resorts that they're building, I think they're all family suites, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's going to be their value resort. And that resort, from what we understand, is not going to have front-of-the-line access with the room key. So <clears throat> they are kind of setting up that model where your deluxe resorts – which is what the other three, I guess, are going to be considered. I mean, Royal Pacific was supposed to be their value. Their value. Yeah. Um, but uh, so they're kind of setting up that model at Universal. And, you know, we've heard rumors for a while that Disney was going to make uh, Fast Pass perks available to certain resort guests if you're in concierge or to deluxe. And this mm-hmm. was before, I mean, I was hearing this. Before they were, they were even talking about the next gen stuff, right, right. So I'm talking about four or five years ago. We were hearing this, so I wonder if those discussions weren't happening as they were gearing up for for next gen, and whether or not that's going to be part of it. Now they could not politically 
politically, they could not launch this doing anything like that. That's why they're saying basically you have to have a ticket. That's the requirement. Because if they came out and said, you know, if you have a ticket, you'll get this. But if you do this, you'll get this and this and this. People would be more upset than they are already. So politically, they could not launch that way. But I think my guess is that that's what they're going to do. I don't think it's going to be based on purchases uh, of merchandise. I think it's going to be based on what resort you're staying at. Hmm. And you know what? I'm sorry. If you're spending $400 a night at the Poly versus $100 a night at the All-Star, there's no reason you shouldn't get an extra perk. Yeah, but I don't know. Don't even want to Yeah, I was going to say, I could go either way on that yeah. one. I mean, not, all, not everybody can afford that. Okay, but... But it's not my fault that I'm poor. You still get a baseline amount of fast passes. That's, that's but there are other perks that you don't get because of that. I mean, it's not yeah. just fast pass plus. Right. You don't get to go in the well, lounge and have the gummy bears. I you don't. I mean, there's other things. So I mean, there. You know, when you pay extra for certain things, if you're willing to pay that money, then you should get something for it. It's called the economy. <laughs> nah. See, to me, Disney was always about. Yes, anybody could come to Disney. And you stated either a value or you stated a deluxe. And it wasn't like they smacked you in the face. Well, well, geez, now this person over here gets 10 fast passes. And you, because you're staying at a value resort, you get three. Well, but if you're paying more, that's like saying, you know, I only make a certain amount of money, but I want that $50,000 car. Give it to me. You know, (laughs) I like that. (laughs) If you can't, you know, that's how it works. So I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't see anything wrong with saying, look, if you're going to spend $500 a night at a resort, you get more. That you get more. As more long value. as they're not taking away right. from the Correct. baseline. Correct. Yeah. Right. I mean, now, if they say you don't get any fast passes if you're staying at the All-Star um, and you get 10 fast passes if you're staying at a deluxe, that's a little different. But it's not like you're not getting fast passes. That's what's included free with the ticket. The people who are paying more can get more. I think that happens everywhere all the time. I think that's, I don't care where you go. Well, see, now, when I think of that, I think of, like, the the cruise line. You know, we think back to, like, the Titanic where, you know, there was a class system. Now, when you go on a Disney cruise line, I don't know if you're staying in concierge or, you know, you're staying in an inside stateroom. Where you're at on the ship, everybody's sort of basically treated equal. No, concierge has a lounge. Concierge oh, has right, somebody right. helping I mean, them. Um, you know what? You're going to know if somebody's got extra fast passes when you're in you're the park. You're talking with them? about just people in the park. Are they going to be like? Well, if it's, it's not going to be like special attractions for people staying at the <laughs> well, resorts. Okay, okay, that's what I'm saying. If it got to the point like um, the first two hours in the morning that deluxe guests got in to the parks where the rest of like the value people they had to stand out at the turnstiles and watch everybody else in the park having fun <laughs> now that kind of stuff okay well that's that, that's very that, that's very let them eat cake that's very you <laughs> well know, that's what I don't want to see happen it's very French why revolution we, why can't we um, get in I mean that's, you know what I mean I think that's taking it to a whole other place what we're talking about here though I mean making it a perk for people look if I fly First class, international, I get access to the club lounges. Should people who are paying a coach ticket, if I'm paying $4,000 for that ticket, should the guy who's paying 800 get the same perk? No. We're getting some responses that um, you're paying for the resort, but the perk we're talking about is related to the park admission. Um, 
so you know everyone's paying the same rate to get into the park yeah but the perk is related to the that? park not what you're paying for the resort so there but is why, why couldn't they make but why couldn't they make that a, that, I don't think that matters I think that they could make that a perk of of, of staying at the resort I don't I don't see what the problem with see that's either. why I'm waiting for this to come out because I'm trying to have an open mind about what they're doing but it's like when we're having this discussion it's like there's more and more questions coming up than answers right well that's because it, it's because it's all still speculation and so we have to we have to see where it goes what else are we hearing in the oh well this kind of piggybacks on the other one but um do you think people would ever be willing to pay for extra fast pass plus or do you I think, think that's another option i think that's another cash. option it depends on a number of factors but i think we can almost guarantee that i think it's more likely this will happen even than than like Bonuses really? for the deluxes right. that you get three free, but if you'd like more, like you'd just Halloween be, be an add-on, right? Yeah. Just like no expiration, it would be an add-on or something like right. that. Right, yeah. that you can pay for more. What I'm wondering, annual pass holders, you said we were speculation that we'll get so many a quarter. Mm-hmm. Can we bank them, or do we have to use them? Use them, use them or lose them. I'll guarantee you that they're not going to let you bank them. No, no. I'd be surprised if they did. Bummer. I'd be very, very surprised if they did. Um, because I think they have to a lot a certain way, and there's yeah. Because what if you're annual passer and you don't live in Florida? I mean, well, I only come I once mean, a year. Let me bank them up. And right? remember, what, so you end up with eighty fast passes at the end of the year. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to do that. There's no way for them to budget for that. Right. They have yeah. to allot these and know. Okay, this is how many we have. And the old- there's no way for them to know who's going to bank and how many they're going to bank. And yeah. that would be a, just statistically, logistically, that would be an absolute nightmare for them. I don't the, see any option where that's going to happen. The, allot- the allotment's not based on your account or your vacation. It's based on day and occupancy in that theme park. So that's the other thing. If people were given extras, they have to they have to know how many extra they're using that day because they have to plan accordingly for their day. And that's why you'll notice that Disney is starting to release their uh, their, their calendars a lot sooner now. Uh, their parade times and stuff are coming out a lot sooner than they, they were because they have to have that they have to commit to that stuff See, I, 60 I days just, out. This is too much planning. I mean, come on, let me just go and enjoy the park. But can you, you can still, still do that? You can still do that. Yeah, but I don't want to this have is, to plan uh, look, all these little... You don't have to. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing behind this, that it's optional. It's optional. You don't have to do this. As of right now, they're not taking away fast passes. Right. So your experience, the way you do it now, if you choose, doesn't change one iota. Okay. But if you would like to do this, that's like the whole thing with the privacy. And everybody, you know, some people get in their panties in a knot over the privacy issue. You don't have to do it. No one's saying to you, you have to use a FastPass Plus. Nobody's saying to you, you got to wear the magic wristband or whatever the hell they're calling it. They're saying this is an option based on your preferences, your way of, of vacationing. This is another option for you. Now, if they were making this a requirement, that would be different. That's scary. Yeah. So let's be, let's just remember that you're not being forced into anything here. Okay. Right. This is just another option you have should you choose to use it. When all this comes out and we start seeing how it's being implemented, you may be sitting here going, "Wow, okay, this is great." Yeah, if I can arrange my Yeah, if I can arrange to get on a ride that I wouldn't normally get on from my house before I get there. That's cool. Now I like that. So that and that may happen. You know, that, that would may be happen. awesome. It's not going to happen Christmas week, but it may it may very well right. happen in January. It may very well, you know, 
Who knows? Look, you know what? Le Cellier, typical res- reservation to get. A couple times now in the last few months, I've been able to get last-minute reservations there. So, I mean, I haven't, uh, you know, I, I live locally. I'm not going to make a, ho- a, a, a restaurant reservation six months in advance. And we've heard a lot of people complain about how, and I just mentioned it, that, you know, uh, table service reservations have gotten more difficult due to the success and popularity of the dining plan. I eat on Disney property all the time. Sometimes the restaurant I want to eat at doesn't have availability. But you know what? There are five other ones that do. Mm-hmm. And I have not had any trouble going and having a meal. So maybe I don't get exactly what I want the day and time that I want. But there are great alternatives. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm, I'm willing to wait before I start really judging this to see what it is, how they implement it, what it is in practice as opposed to theory, right? And then start exactly. I mean, then, that's then the way can, I'm looking. Then at we it. can start ranting. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? Anything uh, yeah, there's some technical questions. Um, someone asked, "Are they going to be paper fast passes, or are they going to be RFID and they're going to be on your bands?" I think I think they're going to they, either be RFID on your bands, or uh, you can. I, I I think. Why did I remember somebody saying scanning the smartphone? It will. Uh, well, I imagine, and I'm I'm not sure on this positive. I'm sure that at some point you'll be able to do one of those uh, scanning of your smartphone thing. But is as that far- confirmed, or is that just- no? I, I don't know. I, I remember hearing this somewhere that was not on the boards, and it's striking but, me as as legit. But I can't be sure. As far as the actual tickets go, as far as the experience of going to the attraction and redeeming your fast pass, uh, you'll either use your magic wristband on one of those RFID readers, or if you have a ticket that is embedded with an RFID chip, or your room key, yeah, or well, your room, right. key, room key, whatever yeah. your ticket well, is. Because you got to remember the fast passes or the requirement for the fast passes, it's attached to your ticket. Well, that's another question. Um, if you're staying off property, these aren't available to you yet. Not yet, not yet, but. Um, I have been told going away. We're assuming we don't know yet because they haven't launched. But as far as staying off property right now, and this is only because they're trying to limit the volume of people using it when they start. It is limited to people staying on property. Uh, But I have been told by multiple sources, very good sources, that will not be the case forever. Uh, that within short order, they will be opening this up to anyone holding a valid ticket. They are only limiting it to resort guests in the beginning because they're trying to see how it goes. make sure they see how it goes, work out any issues before. Otherwise, I mean, if they opened it up to everybody right away, I, I mean, it would be a disaster. They also don't have all the turnstiles open yet that can accommodate the RFID. Correct. So once that opens up at all the parks, then I'm sure they'll bring more people into the system to be able to use that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think that uh, off-site guests, I'm, you know, I can't, be, I can't guarantee you because I'm not, not the one making the decision, but I've heard from multiple sources, multiple good sources, that yes, uh, uh, off-site guests in short order will be able to take advantage of this. But right now, just for the launch, during launch, the launch period, they're limiting it to uh, resort only, resort guests only. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, we have just, I'll just read one more question. Um, and it's about the, my magic band. Um, someone asked if it could be removed during your <laughs> trip. 
Um, and I just want to say that, yeah, it can be. They, they're not, they don't require you to wear it constantly. They're not, chi- they're not chipping you behind your neck like I did to my dog, you know? <laughs> soldering it onto you. Yeah, so I think you can take it off whenever. Yeah, um, you, I've even heard maybe eventually they'll put the RFID chip in other things. Um, but for right now, it's just the wristband. In other but, things? Like um, a flower on your lapel? What? Lanyards. Yeah. <laughs> look, look one, of the, one of the ways, when I first saw this, Band, my first question was, you exp- you know, you expect me to wear that? <laughs> Doesn't match anything I own. Um, and I was told that there will be pretty ones, a variety of mm-hmm. ones you can purchase. I imagine oh, huh. it'll be very similar to buying your customized iPhone case. You know, yes, buying accessories for it. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that's an uh, that's a marketing opportunity. Disney's certainly not going to miss. If I caught it, they'll get, they they caught it. So you're going to be able to like you know. Buy pretty ones and you know sparkly ones. I'm sure there'll be some sparkles in there for you, baby. Um, but uh, you know, uh, it's it's interesting where it's going. Um, what they've done uh, so, like they they have managed to get everyone's attention. They sure have. Everyone's talking about it, waiting for it, and the first person that gets to book a Fast Pass Plus will be all over the boards. Mm-hmm. That's right. We are not, you know, it's not going to get, it's not going to get missed. It's not going to be quiet. And uh, I mean, I keep, I keep going and checking and see if anything's changed in oh, the my Disney experience. What I did notice though, it was interesting. They haven't updated the Android version of the my Disney experience app. I can see my reservations, my dining and hotel reservations on the iPhone version of the app on the Android version. I I'm not, it's like, it's still like the old version, like the previous version that was on iPhone. They haven't updated it for Android hmm. yet, which I'm surprised. Because, you know, look, I'm an iPhone guy, but I actually really like my Android phone, too, and I use it. And Android has a pretty large installed base out there, so I hope that – I really think they should be maintaining and updating those apps simultaneously. Yeah. Uh, you can't – once this launches, you can't have iPhone people getting one thing oh. and Android people getting something else. No, they won't. Um, that would be – that would be bad. But if you haven't downloaded the app, it's kind of cool. Um, I like that you can see the wait times, the current wait times in the different attractions and stuff, even from here. And that's re- relatively new because originally you couldn't. They had to use external applications, which yeah. weren't always accurate. No, in the original version of the My Disney Experience, if you weren't in the park, you didn't see the wait times. Oh, and now they're showing. From our I so. can see them right now. You could pull out your iPhone and pull it up and see what the wait time is right now on, wow. or at least as of yesterday, I could. Right. So, um, I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm excited about this. I really am. I think there could be some really cool. It could be really cool. It could be really good if they consider everybody and they make sure that. You know, they're not leaving people in the cold with this by getting rid, like, right, like I said, like by getting rid of regular fast pass. Right. So, but I've heard, I've heard from too many places that that's what they're doing, that they're going to be phasing out traditional fast pass. We'll see what happens when it launches. If they realize when it launches, they can't, they won't. Oh, right. But I think their plans are based around that. I really do. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. But I've heard from too many different places that that's what they're that's what kind of what they're going on is that they're going to phase out 
traditional FastPass in exchange for in deference to FastPass Plus. But so we'll stay tuned and we will find out what happens with FastPass Plus. And that will do it for this segment. If you're watching us live on disunplug.com, coming up next, Kathy and Teresa in a really cool i gotta tell you it's a really cool segment <laughs> you gotta, on, gotta stick well, around for that you really it. have to stick around for i this. can't wait to see it um they did a great job uh, we filmed out at the welcome center doing a a little bit for uh for this where they kind of demonstrated some of the ways that you can uh personalize your disney cruise line stateroom door and uh for those of you listening uh, that will be an audio show, of course, with all of them. Where you can download the audio. If you want to see the video, that's going to be on YouTube. Links to all that in the show notes page. Disunplugged.com. But thank you very much for joining us. And we'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Dis Unplugged. Take care, everybody. And remember, stay out of the damn ladies.